Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I think we're all familiar with the concept of a viral video. Oh, there are so many kinds of viral video that you see. People falling Cute over. Cute cats and dogs. Skateboarding excellence. Almost a nipple. But this week you might have seen a different sort of viral video because this week the video would have featured me, possums. I had a viral video from a piece of stand-up comedy that I uploaded. I want to say hello to all my new... Largely unvaccinated listeners. Yes, it was a bit about uh, getting vaccinated and complying with the state. Well, I'll tell you the story. I'll play you the bit first. How about that? Just in case you haven't seen it. It goes for one minute. Here is the stand-up comedy bit that I uploaded this week that went viral. I regret having gotten the vaccine. I really regret having gotten the vaccine. I'm sure it's fine, but I just wish... When the state told me to do something, I'd be the sort of person who said no. But it turns out I'm the sort of person who says, fine. I don't, I don't understand what's going on. You're telling me it's important. Okay. I, and all they had to do was say, you won't be allowed to go into pubs for like a month. And I was like, put it in me. That's what I'm upset about is that I had a principle temporarily. Oh, if I was in Nazi Germany, I would have stood up to the regime. I wouldn't stand up to not being able to go to a pub for a month. I would have been like, Anne Frank, she's in that attic. There, I saw her. It doesn't matter what the point of principle was. The point is I would have been a chill. And that I have to live with that for the rest of my three or four more years before I have a heart attack. Ooh, I like the music underneath. Well, the music wasn't in the viral video. I just thought I'd add that for some pizzazz in case people had seen the viral video and a little texture. You don't want to just listen to a version of a thing you've already seen. And I assume you have seen it because this video went viral. It's currently had 1.3 million views on the Instagram. It's had a quarter of a million on the TikTok and on the Twitter. I can't even keep track of it because people... 
just started posting it to their own timelines. I didn't even put it on Twitter. And it's got hundreds and hundreds of thousands on Twitter. So maybe two million people have seen this by now. Every time I look down at my phone, I've got a new uh, message kicking off. I could do it now, actually. I'm on airplane mode now. And so look, all I do, I click, uh, open my phone, I turn off the airplane mode. There it is. It's already it's already open on the gram because it's what I'm checking, and I refresh the feed, and then immediately, uh, yes, one ma- the most recent comment was uh, "fuck the government," okay, and uh, what's the what's the comment that was before that one? Glad I didn't get it. Screw everyone for making me feel guilty about it. It's one of those every, excuse me, that was a Gavin Wanganeen meme coming on afterwards. Roughly every uh, seven minutes, someone is commenting and roughly every three minutes, someone is following. And it's overwhelmingly a schadenfreude from people who didn't get vaccinated. (laughs) I mean, I wrote the bit trying to say, uh, you know, not really taking a position on the efficacy of the vaccine one way or the other, because I'm not a scientist, I don't know, but just saying, well, I I realised something about myself, it's that I would comply to state pressure no matter what the issue was, because so weak-willed am I. And uh, some people, when it came out, seemed to have liked the bit for that reason. And now... A lot of people are liking it, saying, I'm a pure blood fuck everybody. Some couples, one one guy said, I hope this guy, wouldn't it have been good if he dropped dead while performing? But overwhelmingly, people are being very positive or gloaty. Those are the two. And you know what? For the people who didn't get vaccinated, now that it's all over, more or less, um, fine. Have a little gloat. Goodness knows that enough people were gloating at you while it was going on. I don't think that happiness ever comes from gloating. Uh, long-term happiness, but gee, it probably feels very, very nice. And I'll tell you this now. If that's the mechanism by which I get a huge number of followers online, and then I convert that into a big listenership for this podcast, and then I buy a boat, then hello and welcome aboard... To all my new non-vaccinated listeners to the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. This is a podcast where I'm trying to raise enough money to find a boat. Now, many of you will say, James, this is a fool's errand. You're going to be dead, lickety split. And to that, I say even more of a reason for you to hastily give as much money as you can. We have a Patreon and uh, a book of poems you can buy and so many other plans coming up. So good to have you here. The advertising from the podcast going towards my journey to bone ownership. Oh, I feel good about it. We've got some big, 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 big things coming. I mean, listen, this video has been pretty big as well as all the follower increases and presumably all the people who will now be listening to this podcast. Hello. Uh, Someone sent me a video of a guy in Sweden. Sanity for Sweden is his name. And he has a YouTube video talking about me, and it's had 13,000 views. Here's a little clip from the Sanity for Sweden man talking about me. And then I saw this uh, this morning, a comic, James Donald Forbes McCann from Adelaide, Australia. Uh, I checked out his Twitter account, and I know this guy is funny. You know, the text said, I'm trying to buy a boat. <laughs> well, this is uh, funny to me. So he did a comedy, comedy show right, where he says he regrets that he didn't say no to the tea. 
Right. He said he will probably be fine, but he wanted he wants to be one of those who said no. He understood something about himself. When the authorities put pressure on him, he caved in and he was weak. You know, he wanted to be one of those who said no. Right. It's very good. I'll post a link to it. And he realized this about himself. Right? He said, you know, if I was living in Germany, I would help the Nazis to find Anne Frank, you know. He didn't want to be this, this person. He wanted to be the other one who said no. That's good stuff. There's some other stuff in that video. There are some studies about what happens to the eyesight of people who are vaccinated and things like that. But the important thing for my purposes is that he knows about me, he likes my comedy, and he's aware that I'm trying to get a boat. This is the key message that we're trying to get out to people. Thank you, Sanity for Sweden, for guiding people to my work. And it's caused me to think existentially. This is a wave of support and some people wishing death upon me. It's made me think about how we grow from here. I tell you, I only put that video out because I was in a very, very bad place. I was going to edit that video better. I was going to have it come out in a longer format. And the only reason that I put it out uh, on Instagram and TikTok is because I needed the dopamine. <laughs> I just thought this would get a few likes. And I need the dopamine. And I tell you why I need the dopamine, because I was out there in Sydney... And I was in the worst hotel I've ever been in in my entire life. And it's saying something. I do nothing but complain about the hotels that I'm in on this podcast. But boy, oh boy, this was a budget hotel. It was located in the car park of a KFC. I don't know how that's possible. It, to save money, it was. I had walked to it. I'd, I'd bought the, the room that was closest. but It was equidistant between the... The gig and the airport. So I got out of the airport, I walked to the hotel, and then I would walk to the gig every night, and I was... Thank you to everyone who came out and saw me in Sydney. I didn't think I was great. Uh, some people thought I was great, and they were very nice to me, and we caught up for a drink afterwards, and we spoke... Well, I just, I, The gig went sufficiently badly that when one of them said that he was a ropey, which is, I think, someone who, who cleans uh, the windows on skyscrapers, even though I'm not very strong and I'm bad with heights, I thought, maybe let's get me cleaning skyscrapers because I've got no future in comedy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I was sad. I was... This hotel room was dreadful. How do you get black mold on linoleum? It should just come right off. And the... Oh, the smell and the itchy sheets. And it was in St. Peter's, where I will hopefully never go again. It was in a place called St. Peter's. Oh, St. Peter's in Adelaide is a, it's a charming suburb. There's nowhere nicer. St. Peter's in Sydney, the, the excrement of the inner west, if you don't mind me saying. It was... Uh, oh! oh it, was, it was just no good. It was just no... It was like a cell. Um, it, except it wasn't a long walk to freedom. It was a long walk to my gig each night, at which I was no good. And because it's near the airport and it's a there's a it's a freeway. It's on a freeway, and so I would just have to walk. It was a freeway. I didn't know I would be walking along a damn freeway to get to the gig and back. And uh, oh, I couldn't even buy flip flops for the shower. I went to Kmart, and Kmart now just do seasonal. They don't have, it's like a fancy fruit and veg. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Chop the Hennessy's seasonal produce. You can't buy flip flops at a Kmart anymore. Thongs, we would call them. Sandals. They had like one pair of sandals and they were $30 sandals. And I was like, I'm not paying $30 for sandals. I might pay $100 for sandals that I wear all the time. I might pay $10 for sandals that I wear once or twice in a shower to preserve my feet. I'm not spending $30 on sandals that will fall apart and not be comfortable. And it's $30. This is madness. But I was like, I'm not standing in that shower. Because this is a grotty, grotty space that grotty, grotty people have been in. And so I ended up buying a wicker basket lid that was on special. It was some sort of wicker tray, wicker basket. It was $5. And I put that in the shower and I stood and it... I, I had thought while I was there doing these big walks along the freeway, am I ruining... Do I, do I have a foot fungus? Or is this a sharp wicker basket pressing into my feet? Because the other option I thought was to just buy some cheap slippers and just have them be soaking maybe i could buy some shower socks is a real thought that i had and as i was walking back to my room each night after doing my not very good show and having other professional difficulties in being away from my family i just thought if this is it we're quitting we're quitting comedy uh we're not going forward like this this is dreadful jimmy this is not And then the video goes viral, and I thought, oh, I, oh, maybe I should, uh, maybe I should do more of that. Maybe I should spend less of my time and energy walking along a freeway and doing a not very good show and disappointing the few fans that I have in Sydney. And that's it. Everyone always said, James, put more of your stand up. You haven't clipped your bits, clipped your bits and put them on the line. On the line. <laughs> Clip the bits and put them on the line, they say. And I, I, I say, but I do. I do put a little bit out. And they go, you do almost nothing. Daniel Muggleton, Luke Kidgel, men you've had on your podcast, they have hundreds and thousands of followers and they're selling out tours all over the place. And James, you're just as good as them, if not the best comedian in the country. Now that Barry Humphreys is dead, they say. And I, and I go, oh, come on, it's not, nah, please. And then... So I needed the dopamine and I put it up and it did very well. And I'm now thinking, what in, like, holy dooly, goodness gracious, what have you been doing this whole time? Why have you been making it hard for yourself? That bit that I did, I said I wrote it? That's not entirely true. It was a riff, man. That was a riff in the room about something I'd thought about while I was shooting someone else's comedy special. I was shooting a, a special for Alessio Carducci, my client, and I was just emceeing. And that was just something that I happened to say. Not a very professional bit of crowd work, I've got to say. Maybe more impressive from a stand-up comedian's point of view. 
you that I decided to split the room with the vaccine gear as the MC. I don't necessarily need that piece of information getting out there. Won't get too much MC work in the future. But goodness gracious, holy dooly, that's all I have to do. I think I just have to have a a show routinely and record it and slap it all online and grow the audience. That I mean, let's why fight the current? Why try to go big in a way that no one else is going big? Hmm? By by doing a Sydney Comedy Festival show? Hey, thanks for having me at the Sydney Comedy Festival. Great comedy festival. Very, very expensive. If I had taken the money that it, and the time, if I just said, honey, I'm going away for three days and I'm just recording stand-up comedy in a basement. I don't know. That's actually not an equation that wouldn't work out one for one. But it's like if I, I, was, if I said, honey, I'm taking one and a half grand and three days... And I'm just making online content. I think we'd have more to show for it. And I wouldn't have to be in an... I won't say the name of the hotel, but a very bad hotel in St. Peter's in a KFC car park in Sydney. So the lesson I'm going to take from this experience is record more stand-up comedy, put more stand-up comedy out there in a format that is going to grow... And then bring people back here to the podcast to make the money. That is, uh, it's not the first lesson I drew from having a vaccine video go viral. The first lesson I thought I'd drawn from it was uh, disregarding everything else I was working on to start a new sort of uh, festival or dance night or something called uh, like Pure Blood A Palooza. A lot of the people in the comments here saying they're pure bloods. And I thought, hey, that's a cool name. J.K. Rowling, and that's an identity. I mean, that's obviously in Harry Potter. It's not good to be a pureblood. Have you seen this, that people are calling themselves purebloods if they didn't get the vaccine? I didn't know. Anyway, so my thought was, uh, not that I would be able to run it personally, but that I would get, I would, I would, it would maybe be a catamaran talent type enterprise. We would have like a festival or a day or a talk or a comedy show just by non-vaccinated people. And you would have to prove that you weren't vaccinated to get in. Just in the same way that you had to prove vaccination to get in places uh, like pubs, I thought you could do this thing where you put on a show. You know, say it's a comedy show and I get some unvaccinated comedians, of which there are a couple, not very many, but I can think of, oh, let's say two. And, um, and they could come and do a show and I would promote it as, if you're vaccinated, you can't come in. I won't be allowed to go in on account of my being vaccinated. This is for pure bloods only. And I thought you'd get a lot of press with that, wouldn't you? You'd send that press release out to the advertiser and to the ABC. And I'd... Wouldn't that be interesting? That was my thought. My thought was that would be interesting. And you could probably charge quite a lot of money. Because I don't know of any event uh, like that that is exclusionary towards the vaccinated. And then maybe... Even there would be a legal challenge from vaccinated people, and that would be so exciting. And uh, to have a legal challenge for discrimination, that either you know, because uh, people tried to legal challenge it the other way and it didn't work, and now shoes on the other foot, and you're having a legal challenge. I thought, yes, I'll call Alessio. I'll say, I can't be your manager anymore. I'll cancel my plans for the art auction coming up. Next book of poems, forget about it. All I'm doing now is entertainment events for people who didn't get the vaccine. I'm going to need to hire some intermediaries to run it for me. We're going to court controversy and blow up that way. And then I thought, oh, maybe, um, maybe just do the comedy. Maybe the thing that was successful was not talking about that one issue. It was, uh, 
I mean, it's also, this, it's not the first viral bit I've had blow up on reels. I had another joke where I spoke about being fat, and fat people really like that. There's a lot of communities out there. There's the pure blood community. We've got them now. There's fat people. We've got them. We've got conservative Catholics and friends and relatives in Adelaide. And people who heard me on the Shane Gillis podcast. Shout out to Shane. Shout out Matt and Shane's secret podcast. One of my favorite podcasts of all time. So maybe that's it. Maybe that's the growth is just doing stand-up and having it go viral. Rather than fixating on just one idea and uh, trying to get people to sue you. (laughs) In hindsight, trying to get people... To sue you is not... I've no, I haven't heard anyone else describe that as their business plan. And maybe that's where they're going wrong. So that's what we'll do. We'll just... We'll maybe set up a monthly night and uh, I'll, I'll just write some new stand-up. Won't take it too seriously. We'll get some people coming to town. And then we'll just have a steady, constant churn. Maybe even a weekly night. Maybe I'll do it every night. Nah, look... We'll just maybe release more, (laughs) we'll write and release more low effort stand-up comedy since that seems to be resonating. And that's the plan I'll move forward with for the time being. One of the plans I'll move forward with to make money and grow the audience and buy this boat. Although I haven't forgotten some of my earlier plans, including but not limited to Susan Boyle electronic dance music. Here's I Dreamed a Dream. Big shout out, Sam Clark Studio. I'm gone wide And hope was high And life worth living I dreamed that love would never die I prayed that God would be forgiving Then I was young and unafraid And dreams were made and used instead There was no ransom to be paid No son of song, no wine untasted deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.